Welcome to the Kindness Chronicles. Mike, put that up to your mouth. Where we hope to inject the world with a dose of the Minnesota nice that it desperately needs. Steve, it's Friendsgiving. Yeah. It's the Monday before Thanksgiving, and we're having a special event tonight. We're calling Kindness Chronicles Friendsgiving. And Steve and I last week were trying to decide what we wanted to do. We wanted to do something special for the uh, for this week. For the Thanksgiving holiday. For the Thanksgiving holiday. And um, we said, let's invite the nicest guys from each of our graduating classes. <laughs> and they right? were busy, so we got and these guys. And they were guys. busy, so we got these guys. <laughs> and, and mine was Mike McGinn, and I've always adored Mike. Mike, hello. Hi, Jeff. Speak into the microphone. <laughs> Mike recently retired as a St. Paul police officer, so his life is better than mine at this point, but that's okay. And then... Steve, you chose two because you couldn't decide between the two guys, right? Paul Dinzio and Mr. Tony, Tony Yoakum. Welcome, Tony. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And, and, you got to put no, the mic up to your mouth. That's it's much easier when way up. Way there up. we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. there's no question, Paul, Paul Dinzio wins the prize from the nicest guy. <laughs> that, I think he was voted. voted I think he was guy, actually. Yeah, yeah. That, something like that. That yeah. wouldn't surprise or, or me. Or best eyes or something. Well, that too. He's yeah. he's dreaming. He's got it all. He is dreaming. Yeah, but good to fill in. <laughs> and Paul is probably listening. Hi, Paul. Sorry that you uh, had a work function tonight, but uh, yeah, thank you guys for coming. We uh, we often talk about the fact that you know in life one of the greatest compliments that you can pay to somebody is oh he was a great guy or oh he is a great guy, and we consider you guys a couple of those great guys. So you can there'll be trophies handed out later so congratulations for that participation participation i gotta say back at you guys i mean we we hung around a lot in high school and afterwards and you guys were you were top notch so we're all we're all um students uh graduates of hill murray high school mike and i were class 86 tony and steve were class 88 yep we couldn't find anybody from the class of 87 that was worthy of uh, joining us. No, not a, not a kind grade, really. <laughs> you know, pretty, no, pretty known as a non-kind grade. Non-kind grade. They're, they're, they were an unfriendly bunch. <laughs> they're and still that way. Yeah, yeah. All kidding aside, who would you pick from the class of 87 to be a part of this? Tony Reif, well, he was eighty-seven, wasn't he? Yeah, he was a good dude. Yeah. But you look at guys like Steve Thomas and oh god, I forgot you know, about Kevin Steve. McMahon and and those oh Mac, guys. of Mac. course, yeah. okay, Super. all right, I love fine, guys. okay, yeah. Well, let me just point out. Maybe too I that, should edit that out. Let, let me just point out the kindness chronicles. The kindness chronicles is not about where we think we're kind guys and we're just inviting kind people. We are acknowledging. We need to put a highlight on people that are doing kind things and being kind in the world and doing great things. So it isn't a, a, a nice guy fest, even though it kind of is here because we feel that. But yeah. that, I'm just trying to state that with the audience where if you're not a good person, you can't be a part of this. or You can't listen or if, if you we, we don't think that we're, you know, we don't. Well, no, oh. we, we acknowledge that it's a good thing to be. That's well, it sounds like I, you need a therapist because I'm, just, I'm feeling pretty good about myself. Just clarifying for audience. Just gonna, I thought you were the gatekeepers. Yeah, there is that. No question about it. Um, so as this is uh, the holiday season, um, at Hill Murray, we'd refer to it as, you know, Christmas season is upon us and Thanksgiving. Um, 
I have a number of questions that I would like to explore with you guys. But before that, I just want to talk a little bit about what you guys have been doing with yourselves for the last 35, 40 years. Yeah. Mike, you are retired uh, St. Paul cop. And one of the things that I've always admired about you is your interest in uh, the kids in the St. Paul community, specifically your connection to Parks and Rec. You were always a Parks and Rec guy growing up. And uh, tell us a little bit about that program that uh, that you and I have discussed in the past. Yeah, well, I mean, thank you for that. Um, in high school, when at Hill Murray, started working for the city at uh, 15 years old in Parks and Rec and did that through college. So that kind of gave me a good foundation working with kids, doing a lot of coaching and um so, full disclosure: Your dad was like a master commander or something of the police department. He retired. He? he retired as a commander. As a commander. So there was some nepotism getting that job with the city of St. Paul. Let's just well, be honest. Yeah, the city of St. Paul. Tony, we, we're going to talk about nepotism. Uh, in a oh, second. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> get ready, Yoakum. Well, no, there's 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 a lot of uh, my family that's worked for the city of St. Paul in one form or another. Um, I can say though, when when I did decide to move over to the police department. Um, my dad was already retired, so I didn't have, I didn't have him working there kind of watching over my shoulder. I, I had, I had to earn it. So I, I wasn't, uh, how long are you with the police department? Uh, 21 years. Oh, wow. So all, all, all in all with the city of St. Paul, I worked 39 years and with the program that you're, yep. you're talking about, um, it's called the PAL program, and Police Athletic League is what it's known as nationally. We called it in St. Paul the Police Activities League because we did more than just sports. We wanted to introduce kids to other things to kind of enrich their lives. And um, after I had gotten promoted uh, to sergeant, I had the opportunity to work in community en- engagement unit. And uh, my job was specifically to work with youth. Well, having a Parks and Rec background definitely And being childish yourself. Oh, I'm I'm a huge (laughs) child, yes. And uh, so I just started coming up with programs, reaching out to who I knew. And then one thing just kind of snowballed into something else, and I would meet somebody from the DNR, or I'd meet somebody from the Herb Brooks Foundation, or I would meet somebody from the Minnesota Twins. And we would get to talking about things and say, hey, we could do a program. And especially we're looking at underserved and underrepresented. So with those organizations, um, you just develop things in partnership. And we just kept going. And uh, we were building programs, uh, like I said, with Herb Brooks Foundation, Mm -hmm. doing uh, inner city kids how to skate. And it started out just at the local uh, arenas, like the Oscar Johnson Arena over okay. Johnson and Harding Arena. And then after a while, we were at Tria skating where the, the wild skate. Oh, very cool. And that was, that was an amazing thing. And it, the cool thing was we have a lot of officers that participate in hockey. Or, what a great or, way to connect. And that's just it. We wanted to kids to meet these officers and kind of humanize who they were and then take away some of the stigma that mm-hmm. we, we get bombarded with. But um, nice. No, I was able to spend five years doing that. And um, then COVID happened and yeah. we wound up getting pretty much shut down. And uh, in the meantime, trying to figure out what can we hold together, I, I wound up getting transferred 
but still kind of have a hand in in that. And as a matter of fact, after I retired, um, uh, St. Paul Parks and Rec reached out to me and said, hey, we know what you've done in the past. Would you mind doing, we have a DNR grant. Would you mind doing a after-school fishing program four days a week uh, for two hours uh, working with kids? And so, yeah, right after school started this year, I was retired about a month, month and a half. So you took a long break. I took a huge <laughs> break, and uh, I got into this little little gig uh, uh, teaching kids for four weeks, and it, w- it was amazing. It That's was, awesome. And, and all these kids, the, the, here's the best part about it. It was four different groups, uh, the, the four days that we were doing it, Monday through Thursday, and on the final session of each one, you know, I would thank the kids and tell them, uh, you know, it's been an honor to be working with you guys. You guys did a great job. You guys are the best group that I've ever had. And, uh, just spontaneously, they're just like, Oh, thanks Mike. And, uh, um, I wind up getting hugs Oh, nice! <laughs> from, from all these kids. And these are, these kids are about middle school age. So I wasn't really expecting that. It's just time, right? So, it's so just time with them. along those lines, the flip side of that coin. Tell me what it was like. Tell us. I'm so yeah. We're here too, John. Here. Shut up. Um, <laughs> the the flip side of that coin. What was it like to be a police officer late May of 2020? That had to have been the flip side of getting hugs oh, when they were throwing rocks was, at you. And tell us about that well, adventure. It, w- it was horrible. Um, this is related to the George yeah, Floyd. Yeah. Yes. Um, I was, and I've explained this. I've gone to several community meetings and, uh, cause the way I looked at it after that happened, I need to be part of rebuilding. And right now I, and I'm, I'm understanding that the community, the twin cities community and in pretty much the whole world, we're going through stages of grief and, and they're angry and, and I get it. Um, Having watched the video, I looked at it and very selfishly, when I saw it for the first time, it wasn't, oh my gosh, a, a man has died. My my first thought was, oh my gosh, everything that I've worked for and built has now been destroyed. Oh boy. Sure. And and it, it, you get that pit in, yeah. your, in your stomach and then, and then you kind of wait you pull yourself back and just like, wait, this is even, this is way bigger than me. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's going to lead to, it's led to a lot of reform. It's led to a lot of self-examination within the, the law enforcement community as to how do we do things better? Uh, we can't be stagnant. We can't just think that we do things perfect. We don't do things perfect. We, we have to evolve. We have to change or, or the community is not going to trust us. And so, again, May of 2020, it was, I mean, it was already bad enough that March, we shut the world down mm-hmm. and, you know, St. Patrick's Day was canceled and, and everybody's in isolation. And then you have this tragedy happen and it's like, what can go wrong yeah, what's now. next? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and we weren't, you know, we're not prepared for it. And then you still have the fallout of everything that happened afterwards um, with COVID. All of the uh, homeless shelters have to cut their available beds all because by, of the... by two thirds. Oh, wow. And so you had facilities like the St. Paul Hotel and uh, uh, the other hotels in, in St. Paul that were 
nobody's traveling, so they're all empty. So the county's making deals with them to house homeless people. But there's still a whole bunch of people that are wandering around the streets. They have nowhere to go. And then we're seeing the uh, opioid epidemic uh, really hitting us hard. And so drugs were very prevalent during that time. And then plus you have the all the anger that comes from that event and those protests. Frustration, yeah. Yeah. And so as police officers, you're trying to manage all of this stuff and you're trying to do it with grace and empathy. But that doesn't come across because – Everything that you're hearing on, on. so I, I just have to to interject here. So Mike was the captain of our football team, uh, offensive tackle, mm-hmm. and um, I can't believe how well spoken you are because you weren't this smart in high school. <laughs> oh, I mean, not to, oh, this is the kindest chronicles, but clearly Unkindness. you're you're no kidding. Wow. No, but no, I I, I agree. I, I agree with you. I, we need to have you know what. We need to have you on for your own episode because there's. I'd love to explore this some more. Sure. But speaking of um, nepotism, um, <laughs> no. No, I would Your just decision. like to ad- admire for kids. our friend Tony Yoakum the fifth. Right, you're yeah, the fifth. That's right. So just yeah. Long line full disclosure, <laughs> I'm John uh, Lawrence Schweitz the fourth. Um, the guy that just called that interrupted us is the fifth, and I realize that I'm never going to catch up to you unless my kids start having kids like teenage as teenagers, and you know the the closer we get, yeah. So because you have a Tony the sixth, yeah, yeah, and you, you uh, get a math and math and uh, age problem there, math yeah. and age. It's just I'm not great at math, <laughs> no, but uh, but Tony, what have you been doing with your life? I know well, that I, you were part of the family business. Yep. <clears throat> Absolutely, I, you know. I just want to take a take a, a second though to congratulate Mike on his retirement. It's Thank wonderful. You. you know, you've there's some really unique pieces about Mike too. He's got a story about lifting a 300 pound engine off a boy. Oh man, that was racing way back. That's that was a long. Time. Oh, we got to hear about that. Yeah, on, okay. On the next one. Yeah, I, yeah. And, and we'll so, just give us a real quick just, what. The hell is he talking about? A uh, bunch of street racers down on Plato Boulevard, and they're all gathered in a parking lot. We go to clear them out. One car takes off down, uh, uh, going into the wrong lane. He shoots across Robert Street. A nurse coming home from Regions Hospital. She slams on her brakes and just he takes off her front license plate, but it's enough to put him out of uh, his car out of kilter. So I thought he made it through and I'm like, well, I'm going to head. I checked with her, make sure she's okay. And I go, I'm going to head down to the next intersection to see if I can maybe he stopped at the light there and I can have a talk with him. And, um, (laughs) unfortunately I passing by, I see all this garbage looks like garbage stacked up against a tree. And then also, then I realized, no, that's the car and it had been cut in half and uh, the young man who uh, that Tony's talking about, he uh, was ejected from the car, and I, I ran up there. I don't see any people, and uh, but I can hear this this irk 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 noise, and the engine sitting on his chest. What? Yeah, and uh, I mean, thankfully it's just like a Honda Civic, so it's not like a big Buick or something. But uh, ran over there and. It's one of those weird stories, kind of. They talk superhuman about, strength guy. Yeah, yeah. We've well, always kind of been 
superhuman strength guy. <laughs> well, it's uh, wow. I, I grab it, I pick it up, and, and turn, and I set it down, and I'm dealing with him. <laughs> ambulance comes and takes him off. He he survives, but he had some. He has some serious injuries. I would and, expect so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, very serious injuries, but he he survived. And uh, <clears throat> but then the long the end of the story is when. The tow truck came to start picking up the pieces of the car. I told the tow truck, well, here, let me give you a hand with the engine. I couldn't budge that thing. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It, it was, we, when they did the specs, it was, I think they said it was 500 pounds or something like that. <laughs> Holy either, cow. Either way. So your adrenaline was just pumping it, when you pulled up and when you saw that, realized who it was. Or yeah. that, it I was complaining person. about how heavy a gallon of milk was when I was putting it on my cereal this morning. <laughs> How do you know that, that story? Well, the tow God, truck driver was God lending a you bet. That Tony was the tow truck driver, right? Was that right? <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. How yeah. did you know that story? <laughs> oh, uh, I recalled it from way back when. Uh, you got a couple of words, yeah, the, and I, the, try, I was trying to remember about that. The, so. the, the part that was the year the department started doing life saving awards, oh. and um, I got for that one. I was nominated, mm-hmm. and then there was another one, a bridge jumper. Oh, and Jesus. We, we, yeah. We, we got a, we got a whole show with this guy. Oh, yeah. we, no. pulled, we, okay. we pulled him <laughs> off. Two or three episodes. You know, yeah. tune in next week for more of Mike McGinn. <laughs> no, no. Superman Mike McGinn. Um, I, I will say this, though, because I did have um, uh, Mara Gottfried from the uh, St. Paul Pioneer Press. She was one of the reporters covering this one, and she asked me, you know, do you, do you want to, you know, would you ever want to meet this kid? And uh, I'm like, no. Um one, if he wants to meet me, absolutely, I, I totally would. But why would I want to meet him? Because it's the worst day of his life. Yeah. And right. it, what that for my own. Yeah. Self, Look at me. Yeah, Look yeah, at me. Yeah. 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 Saved you. Saved you. Aren't you grateful? No. No. I. W- I wouldn't expect that. And I think that's completely wrong. I'm. I'm. Sh- I'm shocked because that's. Oh my. That's oh a my long gosh. time ago. Yeah. It's, yeah. About fifteen. But you could do it again. You could do it. for sure. In <laughs> fact, we're we got a weight bench down here. We're gonna yeah, just see how many plates we can put on and see what Mike's uh, max is these days. Now, coincidentally, I was meeting with the city of St. Paul Public Works guys, Shane Worst and Ron Mundall, last week. Oh, sure. And yeah. they said you were very tough on vehicles yourself. <laughs> <laughs> is that true? I, I don't know what they're talking about. I have no. Well, idea. Why were you meeting with public works people? Well. You know, and this goes back to the story that I've got is that our family, Yokum Oil Company, um, you know, supplied diesel fuel and gasoline to a lot of the commercial and retail and and uh, and government customers of you know the metropolitan area, the Twin Cities. And uh, one of the things that I helped build, you know, this is twenty years ago, is uh, being able to actually fix the fuel pricing for these uh, city and state governments. Because think about it, as taxpayers, you know, we give, we give, you know, the, the city of St. Paul police a, a certain amount of budget for fuel as taxpayers. And, and they have a fiduciary responsibility to, you know, to manage that. Well, fuel prices all of a sudden go yeah, up by two bucks. You know, all of a sudden, you know, they've got to lay off two Mike McGinn's or three Mike McGinn's. So they don't want to be in that position. And so we we came up with a big program, and that's still ongoing. So we no do, kidding. We still deliver all the, mm-hmm. the fuel. Uh, and I, get, I, make sure, I made sure that Mike got the fastest, the highest octane. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. That I did yeah. not get. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, 
No, because it was uh, it was more what vehicle has the most interior room. Because, you know, six six foot four and uh, well north of 200 pounds. Yeah, uh, well north. Well north. Okay, let's be Uh, honest here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when when we had the Crown Vix, that was, oh, that was not pretty. Yeah. Especially when you're all geared up. Oh, yeah. I thought they were big cars. Isn't a Crown Vic kind of a bigger car? It's a great big car until you put a cage in the back. Oh. And And all the electronics in the front. I suppose. And a moose in the front with uh, (laughs) his his bulletproof vest and all that other stuff. All of a sudden, things get... uh, Yeah, they say the vest adds 30, 40, 50 pounds. Something like that. Jeez. Yeah. I'm wearing one right now. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So, Tony, go back to your... You want to yoke them. Yeah, so so my family. Um, no, who started that business? Was it your well, grandpa? My grandfather okay. on the east side. Yeah, yeah, on the east side, and he he went to uh, to Hard uh, Johnson. My grandmother went to Harding, so all east side folks, and uh, grew up and and actually was was delivering uh, heating oil to a lot of customers. And 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 a full circle. It's funny, and I'll mention this now is that uh, the Yoakum family would sit around at Thanksgiving dinner. And they would pray. Every one of them required to pay, pray for cold weather, <laughs> a very cold winter. Because for us, you know, then we deliver a lot of heating oil. And that's what made our family money. And my, oh my family God, is super that's generous. That's hilarious. Very, very generous. <laughs> they are very generous. And that was one of the things I was going to talk yeah. about. Yeah. You know, the, the Hill Murray... Mm-hmm. Has been the beneficiary of many generations of uh, of Yoakum family, and now yeah. many branches of Yoakum family. And as a as a pioneer, I want to thank you and your family. You know, you guys are up there with the Regans of the world and the Garofalos of the world. And man, it's a it's amazing what you guys have done with that school. Well, it's you know, and and there's one common bond. There is is you know the the patriarchs and the matriarchs that have incredibly large hearts. You know, if you look at a lot of those folks, it's just amazing. And when you sit around at the auctions or you sit around at, at different events and see what uh, a difference that generosity makes, oh. and and I tell you what, it, it's really neat. And, and this is a great time to talk about this, too, because, you know, we're sitting here with good friends and things like that. And, and we come from, you know, modest backgrounds, Um but we look at some of these other kids uh, that that barely are scraping together a meal for Thanksgiving, and some of those kids are at Hill Murray now, it's, which is which is unbelievable. It really is, you know, for the tuition and everything else. It's just really wonderful. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and our family still every Thanksgiving we're saying thanks around the table. And, and holding hands and saying what for are we cold weather, for? And, and, <laughs> bring and on the still cold. Coming out is hey, cold weather, right? And we, we all look at each other. Are we still praying for that? Really? <laughs> so, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's it's very fun. Really good. So we and, still have those. Traditions. And your connection to Hill Murray continues. You've got children that uh, have graduated yeah. and that are students there right mm-hmm. now. I met your daughter a couple weeks ago. Yeah, uh, little lovely Eva girl. is a freshman. Yep, and she made the. Uh, Soccer Davey player, girls, girl, girls hockey too, and oh, soccer she did? player. Yeah, so oh, she's man, a pioneer TV. hockey player. Oh, she's having a blast. Really fun. Just having a great experience. Chase is a junior this year. Okay. Yep. Soccer player and hockey player, and then. Uh, and hey, then, congratulations! The yeah. soccer team had a uh, pretty good season this oh, year. Yeah, yeah let's say incredible, <laughs> incredible. Yeah, and, and hands hats off to the uh, to the coaches. That's Jeff and Chris Suffer that have been leading that program. They've just done a 
just a dynamite job getting a lot of kids in and making sure they meet, you know, make the team and then just really working the development. So it's full rosters, but all the kids are playing and it, it really panned out. And Chris is the head of separating people from their money. At yes. Hill Murray. Yes. So I'm yes. sure Chris that has you on speed dial and your dad <laughs> yeah. on speed dial. Yeah. And God bless him for that. Yeah. As yeah. a guy in that business, it's uh, it's not easy separating people from their money, but it's. Yeah. I always like to say nobody gives till it hurts. Yeah. They yeah. give because it feels really good, yeah. and that's true. Yeah. yeah. Oxytocin. That's man. oxytocin. That's right. So. Can we get to a few questions that I have for you guys? Sort of and this is one that I... Holiday, holiday-marked questions? Like, for, for example, let's yeah, just start with, one. what is your... This is very simple. What is your What food item at Thanksgiving do you most look forward to? Yeah. I'm going to start. I'll, oh, I'll start. okay, so you I'll start. I'll give you an example. So there are two items. So my dad makes this stuffing that he puts sausage in, and it's just absolutely incredible i'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it <laughs> is that a problem that i have like a physical reaction to thinking about food and my mother-in-law makes this scalloped corn that oh, yeah. is like a dessert and uh, mm. let's just say my blood sugar uh is a little higher than it ought to be on uh at about two o'clock on thursday oh that sounds good we should take a five minute break we could <laughs> <laughs> Hardest, so, hardest favorite food plate. item. Who wants to go? Tony, what do you got? Yeah, well, you know, it's funny because we've got the Scandinavian background, so um, Lefse's got to be part oh, of yeah. that. Sure. Now, not, not Ludafisk. Not Ludafisk. That's no, a different that's... deal. But Lefse, <laughs> Fish jelly. you know, is really a potato, really unleavened potato bread. And, yeah. And, you, and whether you like brown sugar or what, we do brown sugar in our family. Okay. You know, and, and roll that up, and that's always a little treat, you know. But... Typically, it's a big turkey. This year, we're doing three turkeys. We have twenty-eight people coming. Oh, over. so we've got and they come into your house. Yeah, very yeah. nice. Oh, yeah, great. I'll be gone. Three <laughs> turkeys. So we've got a, a turkey on the grill, a turkey on the uh, in the oven, yeah, and uh, and then my son Chase and I shot a wild turkeys. Uh, this oh. spring, and so we're going to deep fry a wild turkey. Oh, wow. this year. So we're going to see how that all flavors. Out. Yeah, yeah, that's it's cool. Yeah, That's we really do cool. two turkeys. We do one on the Traeger, one on the uh, the oven, and we do like a, a, a taste test. And the Traeger always seems to yeah to win. Oh, and yeah. now Becky thinks that we're just going to do them both on the the Traeger, the Traeger. this year. Yeah, that's uh-huh. a good girl. Okay, how about you, Steve? Well, I would agree with you, or I, I kind of go with you in that. There's in my family, my mom makes uh, Ronnie's special stuffing. I think it's my grandma's recipe, okay. but there's raisins in it. Oh, it's it's. To die for. Interesting. It's a spiced bread with all that. I'm not I don't a huge know. fan of raisins, but in certain things it works. My family does a lot of raisins. When okay. it's cooked, it's different. It's okay. not like a, yeah. That's what I crave. It's it's really, really good. You got turkey and. You, you know, got, KG's not here tonight. Yes. KG, you know, goes to a lot of movies and he loves those chocolate covered raisins. What are they called? Raisinets. Raisinets. Yeah. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, my God. He, yeah. he goes to a lot of movies and he pounds <laughs> it's a kind lot of, old school, of raisinets. That's an old school candy. So 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 grandma's so it's, yeah it's my it's my mom's but I think my okay. my grandma it's an older tradition but my mom makes it really special okay. that's what we all crave too Mike um, even though last name is McGinn I have an Italian background my mom's side of the family so and actually John you've had this before my mom's manicotti oh gosh yes um, it's just those. I don't know exactly how she does the stuffing and the cheese mixture that goes in there, but it's it's been a staple on our table for years. For, even for Thanksgiving? For, oh, 
Thanksgiving. So that's a different Easter. kind of stuffing it's, in it's the manicotti. That's uh, a ch- mostly a cheese mixture. Sometimes there's meat in there, depending yeah. on how you want to do it. And then, um, then I started, I started doing a seafood manicotti. Really? Because my grandmother really liked seafood manicotti, but then we had two manicotti's, and that's just overkill. So I <laughs> that's cha- a lot of manicotti. Yeah, but I, so I changed it up, and I made I, w- I went way out of the box, and I made a instead I do a seafood lasagna. Oh, because lasagna is totally different. We're talking about the- <laughs> wait a second. We're, we're, hold on a second. That's so it's, funny it's, because it's, it's pasta cheese and uh, yeah, yeah, totally sauce. different shape. Totally, so, yeah, it's yeah. totally different there. Shape. Way back in high school, yeah. I went over the Garofalo's, yeah. you know, Don and Pat, Garofalo's, yep. and for Thanksgiving, sat by, and it was all pasta. It was a pasta buffet. Yeah, that's our Christmas, too. I have Italian on my side, too. Yeah. We, Chris, Thanksgiving is always, like, traditional, but Christmas is always Italian food. Like, oh, yeah. my mom makes amazing Italian food yeah. as well. Thanks, well, you can't th- go wrong. Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter. There Doesn't will, matter. There will be Italian food in some <laughs> shape or fashion. It's comforting. But, but it, well, that's exact, exactly it. And it, it. You're there to be grateful yeah. for, for things. And that's one I think if uh, I think if mom ever didn't make it. Oh, yeah. Oh, Look yeah. out. There, there would be a, 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 big rev- a revolution. Yeah. Yeah. No, it would not go over. Can well. I just push pause for a second? You mentioned Garofalo. Yeah. And not to get somber on the deal, but uh, I know that Tony Garofalo was one of your dearest friends, if yep. not your best friend. Yep. And Tony was from the class of 88. And if Tony were still with us, he'd probably be here Instead of you, no, oh, I'm teasing absolutely. Tony. No, he no, is, but he was he seriously was one of the funniest guys. Yeah. So ever. let's just take a moment and and you know let's let's acknowledge Tony Garofalo because oh, he yeah, passed yeah. at how old was he? He was, was he yeah twenty twenty three. Jesus, yeah. something like that. Yeah, twenty three, twenty four. So yeah. Was, was Wait, it, was it? Wasn't he playing at Augsburg or something? No, like that? no, he uh, was this after? he graduated and graduated. was working at Aspen Research. Yeah, uh, which was conjunction with Anderson Windows, and he had. Uh, just done an interview and got up from the He was interviewing a prospective uh, employee, employee, and he had just gotten up, uh, got up and just toppled over and died of a, a massive heart attack. And and we just couldn't believe it because it, he was part of the squad with Pete McGurn and, yeah. those, and Chris Silva and those that uh, won the relay. Yeah, uh, in track, unbelievable. Yeah, he was a in, track in athlete. Eight. I ran track with him all, every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were in track, you know, yep. and and uh, incredible. We just we couldn't believe it. Couldn't yeah. believe but it. But a, a, a lovelier guy there could not be. Oh yeah, yep. Super, Fu- super good. Great, huge heart. Super funny. Yeah. Super silly. Um, yeah. and uh, and a great friend. Oh, I really yeah, miss absolutely. that guy. Yeah, yeah we, we, we makes really total do. sense because his whole family is just, they, they are some of the most. Yeah, Julia was, people. I think she goes by Julia now, Dr. Julia. Yeah, Dr. She's, Julia. She's my um, dentist. She's Mike's dentist. Yep, she was our, our uh, class. When I was president of the student council, she was vice president. And then Barb Peterson was president of the senior class. But I always kind of felt like they reported to <laughs> us. So, Barb, I know you're listening. Yeah. I was the boss. Let's just get that straight. <laughs> Never understood those now, politics. I know the politics of student council is really oh, off the yeah. charts. Yeah. Okay, Steve's got a question. Well, no, I got another. We're going to continue the the list. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Well, we, there was another question. You you had four. I of them. posed you some questions. Yeah. I'm just I'm just helping. I know you're trying to move it along. Keep the know? show moving along. Have to pee or Everyone, what's going no, on? No, everything's going to get all sad on us here. Um. So, a favorite holiday tradition. This is one of your questions. Favorite you holiday tradition. So no matter Thanksgiving or Christmas, like yep. go around and 
I'll tell you what what immediately came to me is one of my favorite things as I, as a kid and um, it's kind of continued uh, on is going upstairs in, in a dark room and trying to see Santa Claus and Rudolph in the sky and just getting really excited about it. And I'll never forget, like my grandparents, we'd we'd run upstairs and we'd be, you know, you would see like a red light because of a plane flying over and they'd just play it, play it up. And we would just lose our minds. It was so exciting that Santa Claus was coming. <laughs> and then, of course, they would say, well, Santa's not coming yet. He's just flying over because he's probably going to another neighborhood before he comes to ours. And I do remember at a very young age, I was always I was always trying to figure out how's he doing this all in one night. I was very skeptical. <laughs> kind of at a, a very young age, I thought the, the math doesn't work. <laughs> kind but... of a Randy Quaid. Uh, you serious, Clark? Yeah. yeah. Are you serious, Clark? <laughs> so are are you following that app that tracks? Yeah, absolutely. Movement? So that's kind of the modern yeah, version of that. Yes, I, I it's do still it. an open question. That's brilliant. It, it, yeah. How does it, he do it? How does he do it? And who and, supplies the fuel? Well. Oh, I hope oh, it's Yoko oh, Oil. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it is. It comes I mean, out. There's no other way you can do it. Um, you know, it's just a no wonder you're a successful businessman. He's automatic. <laughs> Always got it in. Got to figure it Tony, out. Tony, were you an econ major? What kind of major were no, you? No, finance major. Finance. Oh, yep. Of course. I figured, oh, you know, good I could, I, for you. Well, I could sell. I just uh, I want to make sure if I could make money at it. You know, yeah. If I very nice. Something. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Your favorite uh, holiday tradition. Uh, my favorite holiday tradition is um, not manicotti. We've not, already covered that. Not manicotti, but still staying with the Italian theme. Um, between Thanksgiving and Christmas, my family gets together at my my brother's house in uh, Shakopee, and uh, we've been doing this for probably fifteen years now. And uh, we make pizzelles. And for those of you who don't know what pizzelles are, it's an Italian cookie, but it's kind of like a waffle cookie. Oh yeah, and it's uh, like like black licorice kind of. Well, that's that's one of the traditional flavors yeah. is anise. Anise and oil, it's yeah. Anise, uh, vanilla, and almond are the traditional ones. Yeah. We go a little crazy with it, and we've, like, we were trying to figure out, how do we make a pizzelle that tastes like an old-fashioned? Ooh. Um, and so we were pouring bourbon and bitters in there in the mix, and we're, we're working with that. And uh, So, they, like, the little kids that eat them, they get, like, little drunk cookies? <laughs> you, you cook them, so oh, the, okay. the, al- the alcohol, the alcohol, the alcohol okay. burns off. But, uh, no, so we, when we give them away as gifts. And, oh, uh, nice. But, but the tradition started... Um, at some point, I guess I realized that my grandfather's getting old, and he has all these recipes in his head. Love it. Yeah. And, and it, I think I was probably in my late 30s, and it's just like, Grandpa, when you get together and you make the pizzelles <laughs> and the rum balls and, and all these other things that would, would be the staple, uh, somebody needs to know how to do this. So I would spend, you know, every year I'd go over there and we'd make up, whatever he was making and I'm writing it down feverishly trying, yeah. trying to make sure that we keep it. And so now my whole family, they all have the Pizzelle. Oh, that's cool. Pizzelle recipe. Oh, good. And hopefully that passes down through uh, kids and grandkids. I, I was a side note for you, Mike. I was over at uh, Lino Ruli, another graduate. Oh, yeah. from oh I love former this. podcast former, uh, guest. Great, great yeah. Time. He's been a guest, a guest of the pod. He, uh, I was, I was at his house and it turns out, his mom has uh, made those cookies as well. And I hadn't had them just at my family because my mom makes them too. My grandma made them. But 
they had their name in the cookie. Yeah. Oh. Do you have them again? You got to do that. Well, I that do, wouldn't be McGinn. I, I do not have the. Oh. Well, it would be Pang, Pangle or Pangeli. Okay. Uh, what I do have is I have the original irons because yeah. it looked like it looks like a campfire sandwich maker. Yeah. Oh, cool. And, but these irons are super heavy, and you have to do it over like a gas stove. Almost like okay. a waffle maker. It is kind of. But but these are, heavier duty. I mean, these are old, and so we don't use them anymore, and they would make a really dense cookie. True. But now you get these uh, uh, waffle irons that look like, uh, uh, what's the Swedish uh, crew? I think it's Swedish Krumkaka. Krumkaka. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like that. But Careful, we don't talk like that on this <laughs> podcast. Yeah, in Spanish. We don't talk about Swedish yeah. people, I no. guess. No, what'd you say Krumkaka. about Krumkaka? What'd, what'd you say about raisinets? Yeah, oh, oh, that's true. That'll be edited out. Come on, you set this bar. Um, yeah. but, but no, we, we, we line it up. We got a huge table, and there's probably about 10 of those machines running, and we got people wow. make, oh my j- gosh. just making batter. It's it's an assembly Like a bunch line. of elves. Yeah, it's just, it's an assembly line. We probably get about 1,000 done. Oh, my gosh. They stack up, too. Those are good cookies. Yeah. How about you, Tony? And what do you do with all those, Mike? Give them away. Oh, I'll be in line. Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. I keep going to the mailbox. for the rum balls. Yeah, rum <laughs> balls. Who don't like a good rum that ball? That was the, the first t- taste of liquor when you were three or four years yeah. old. Yeah. 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 <laughs> What's Tony? your what's your family tradition? Well, your holiday uh, tradition. I want your favorite one. Two one one is that uh, my parents started. They always have Christmas Eve, and it was always fun when when we started having little little kids. Is to um, you know go outside and ring the big sleigh bells. Oh. So we had a big bell to sleigh bells. Ring those sleigh bells and start, you know, and eat the cookies, slog down the the milk and everything else on the on the doorstep. And then, uh, well, what and then, are you talking about? Well, and, and then all of a sudden, the kids would hear those sleigh bells, and well, they would run to the door, and open up the door, and of course, there's all their gifts and the Christmas cookies on the front. Well, what are you doing eating Santa's cookies? Well, I, well, well, I, gotta maintain. You know what? I don't like you know, where this is going. Well, <laughs> I, I hate to break it to you, John, but. Uh, I, I eat a lot of cookies. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So that was always fun. That's cool. It, the bells are. I talked to my therapist about this. You know, the <laughs> oldest one is 25, Tim's kid, and, and so we still do you it. still do it? And the, yep. And the presents are set out in the front step. And Oh, my God. Yeah, how fun. And three brothers go out and we ring the ring the bells and, and, and uh, cool. eat and, Santa's cookies. And everybody's, you know, says, oh, listen to that. I think Santa, Santa just came. <laughs> Kids, so no, the kids are rolling their eyes like, oh, okay, here we oh, go. Oh, yeah. Oh, the kids yeah. are smart. I'm, I'm, yeah, as long as there's a president. That's I'm, right. I believe. Of course. Yeah, my mom always said, if you don't believe, you don't receive. There, there you go. go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a second tradition I want to talk about, uh, and it's actually my neighbors up the street now, uh, Kevin and Polly Hart. And, you know, when we first moved in in 2020, uh, all of a sudden, at, right after Thanksgiving dinner, it was about 4 o'clock or 5 o'clock, all of a sudden, just a big parade of people come down, walking down the street. And I looked out, and sure enough, Kevin and Polly were down there. So I went down and said hi. And I said, what, what are you guys doing, taking a big walk? Well, the whole family was taking a big, big walk. And they said, it's a Thanksgiving tradition we do because it just gives us the ability to get out in nature. Well, of course, walk off the full meal. <laughs> 
But instead of everybody just sitting around drinking and watching football and everything else, we have family time. We walk down, you know, all the way down the road, and it's probably, you know, a mile, uh, you know, so it's not a big deal. But uh, to give you a background on that, uh, Kevin and Polly Hart actually met at Hazelden in recovery. Really? 30 years ago. And so when they got they got married, um, you know, they've uh, they've lived a life of sobriety and have given back to organizations, been on the chair, and actually, I mean, literally uh, thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars to help uh, organizations like the retreat in Wyzetta and also step-up program at Augsburg to provide living to, you know, college kids going through addiction. And so just a lot of, you know, big, big heart and yeah. no pun intended. Yeah, that's but, good. But I mean, just absolutely fantastic. People. So does your family now go take that walk? Uh, we don't walk with them, but we go out and, and you know, say hi to them and, oh, okay. and talk to them every, every year. Uh, so what you're doing is you're recognizing a tradition of another yeah, family. Yeah, I love that. Just saying it's a good how wonderful that is yeah. that they do that. We and, walk and all the way from the mailbox counter. Or, to the grill, to the to, to the, the pie, to the, to the couch, <laughs> and then it's always upsetting that you know somebody's in my spot on the couch <laughs> sleeping, so I just go upstairs and take a nap. Speaking of sleeping, yeah, this is my tradition. Okay, we uh, we started doing this when I met my my wife. She had a four year old little boy named Trent, right? Mm-hmm. So my I'm we got married and my he's my stepson. And we shared him with his dad and his stepmom. So. We ended up changing things up and having a Christmas a day earlier than everyone else okay. for him. And it worked out great because so, then the, he could do his families and both families. So we started doing that, and we really continued that. He got married, and he had kids, and we have sleepovers. Oh, fine. So when, when they – we the day before Christmas Eve, we they come over, we pretend like that's Christmas Eve, and we all stay up late. The kids go to bed, but we stay up late, and it's a big breakfast morning. It's, it's my – you know, your family moves from – your, your time with your your mom and dad and yep. your, and you move in and now I have I'm kind of the you know You're the guy jerk of our group and I make food it's just the greatest to wake up with everybody there you stay up late and stuff but to have everyone there together in my house it's I love it and we've That's, been doing it forever and we probably will continue to do it so the sleepover is and we also go to to my mother in laws in St Cloud um, for a bunch of years we used to do a cookie party where it was a big sleepover so I guess I love the sleepover aspect of Christmas how many Very people. Cool. Um, for our for my little family, it's like eight eight of us or whatever, eight that's, or nine. That's still a good sized yeah, group. Right. Yeah. Um, and then with my mother in law's family, it was a big family, so she had a big house, and that was always super fun. So I guess I love the sleepover. That's yeah. all I'm trying to that's say. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Very fun. We have the, the so the the big sleepover here will be Wednesday night into Thursday because everybody comes over Wednesday night. Um. Most of them might drink more than they should. And then, um, yeah, like I mentioned earlier, at uh, 10 o'clock on Wednesday night, I go to bed and everybody else goes to the dugout. And then uh, Thursday morning, I'm the only one that's feeling halfway decent. Um, what else? What other questions? Uh, there was we a, have? a question about uh, holiday memory, which we kind of yep, yep. touched on that. The last one, one, last one would be oh, uh, favorite, favorite Christmas, Christmas movie. movie or holiday movie. Yeah. Anyone to jump oh, on that one? Well, it's, it's, I you mean, know, it's, it's Die Hard. Die Hard. Die hard. No, oh, so, oh, no, wait controversial. <laughs> so that was a question I was going to ask. Yes. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? That's a classic sure controversy. Is. I think yeah, it is. I brought this up. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Is in Home Alone. See, we got the Legos Home Alone 
uh, house yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, Home Alone's a great Christmas movie. I, yeah. You're a mean one. There you go. Wow. Yeah. Is that yours? Good. Oh, I love that. It's I good. love the Grinch. You love the Grinch? Yeah. I always got scared of the Grinch. Oh. And that live action Grinch with Jim Carrey freaks me yeah. out. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just oh my god. Some movies need to stay animated. Yeah. <laughs> a Christmas story. Christmas of course. I love that, that one. That does not surprise me. I bought my brother a leg lamp. Oh, of course you did. It's Italian, Fragile. Yeah, Fragile. <laughs> Must be Italian. I have two. Okay. Classic. It's a wonderful life. Of course. Didn't watch it until I was, you know, I don't know, older, old and it hits you, man. Every time you watch it, and, and it's from the forties. It's you know, but yeah. it's a classic movie. It just it's so relatable, and it just ma- it's amazing movie. And I will always watch that during holidays. And then a newer, uh, sillier family classic with our family is a movie called Just Friends with Ryan Reynolds. Really? Oh yeah, it's a funny. That's funny holiday movie. It's a it's Ryan Reynolds at his. He's really funny in that movie. Him and Amy Smart. Yeah. It's it's great. It's, that, that. My family loves that. We turn it on and we giggle the whole way through all the time. So yeah, it's kind of a newer one. He's I mean, stuck in the friend zone. Yeah. yeah, it's actually not a new movie. It came out in like two thousand something. Oh, but yeah, it's it's a while. No, it's funny. Well, it's you, still two thousand something. Which, yeah, with you, it's a wonderful life. I think it's funny. That movie was a bomb, wasn't it? It it didn't. I think do you're anything. right. And then because of the licensing, yeah, they were right. They put it, it on TV. It That's on why. TV, and so try to make some started watching it. Yes. Well, yes. well, well, Mary, if you, if you want the moon, I'll get you the moon. Every time I fell. <laughs> oh, listen to us. This is so. There's a lot of talent in this room. Oh, absolutely. We can my, do a live version. Let's do it. Yeah, Let's get okay, going. So my favorite is Elf. I love Elf. Oh, yeah. I could oh, watch Elf. Yes. I, it's just, yep. it's so clever. Um, <laughs> but how about your favorite cartoon? So you went with the Grinch. Yeah. Are you a Rudolph or a Frosty guy? I I will I will always say I love claymation stuff so that oh. that Rudolph is is yeah. good um, Frosty it's a little weird it's, it is a little it's weird kind of a seventies weird <clears throat> happy birthday like yeah. this weird stuff happens in it but I remember you know, very very vividly watching it as a little kid just loved it, it was just the time of the year so I exciting. always got freaked out when uh, was his. Uh, uh, Yukon Cornelius would oh, yeah. throw the pickup in He'd the air, it. and then he would lick it. With well, he's trying to tell if there's a, he know, knows. There was, he's, a, he's an experienced right. miner. He's looking Silver for gold. gold. <laughs> Silver and gold. Yeah. You know, you, eyes, we right? could have he's you. He's got some good voices yeah. over there. Yeah. Beautiful voice. Well. Beautiful <laughs> singing voice. Oh, here he goes. <clears throat> <clears throat> Just give me a shot. Very lovely. <laughs> so, the, uh, go ahead. The animated one would be, uh, for me, it was uh, Charles Schultz's uh, Charlie Brown. Oh, Christmas. there you go. Yeah. yeah. The music. That's ridiculous. The music. That, that ridiculous branch. When, that so, poor the tree. tree. For, yeah. for, for, right. So for a lot of years, the church that I grew up going to, they would sell Christmas. They sell Christmas trees. And uh, I worked in their Christmas tree lot. And for a lot of the kids, I'd. Offer up, well, you can have a free Charlie Brown tree if you want. It's all it is. is the, <laughs> the saddest one in the bunch. No, it's it's the uh, the 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 bottom branches that we've cut off. <laughs> oh gosh, like, put an go. ornament on Here it. There you go, kid. You can have a Charlie Brown tree. There you go. Yeah, don't get one of those balsams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, loses its needles. I used to do. I used to go to Menards and get the cheapest spruces you could get, and then take a chainsaw and zip up all, all the all the limbs, and then make spruce tips. I, the pots. Oh, yeah. Nice. You know, okay. 
That's yeah. a very until a, a, like also, a finance major kind of way of doing. So it. smart, a little cheap. Because yeah. if you go yeah, a little cheap <laughs> and buy the spruce tips at like Gertens, for example, yeah. you're going to play bucks thirty, forty bucks for a bundle. Yeah, and that's about a six hundred dollars in a tree, right? Yeah, you got to do some cutting. You got to get a little gotta, little needles. Yeah. You got to get some uh, some sap Use on your you. sawzall. What kind yeah. of sawzall no, do you chainsaw have? Chainsaw. Oh, chainsaw. Oh, yeah. Real serious <laughs> stuff here, guys. Very, very manly. Yeah. That's yeah. good. You can't have the holiday. But like Clark, Clark Griswold, yeah, likes to do his oh. own lights. You know, there you like go. There's another good one. <laughs> Christmas vacation. Yeah, yep. Christmas vacation. <laughs> you know, those are all. Here's the funny thing about this: all these movies, they're they're on in the lead up to Christmas. And then try to find one that's available to watch with the family when everyone's together. And sometimes you can't, you have to buy them because they're not, they're so smart. They are smart. They hold on to them. I got them all. I got them all. Yeah. They they play them, you know, but then when it time comes, you want to watch it. Like, ah, it's not free anymore, except for uh, one of the Christmas stories always on. That's on 24 TBS. It's on nonstop. You kind of have, you got to make sure Christmas has got its time. You got to make sure Thanksgiving has its time. Now, I don't know about you guys, but you know, I'm adamant that Christmas tree doesn't go up until after Thanksgiving. No, of course not. Oh, that's oh. interesting. And I had to fight it again this year. What? They wanted to put it up this week. Oh, no. But no. You're you're hosting. Oh my god, I can't wait for my wife to hear this episode. So, why does she have hers up already? We she like all the neighbors, we put the lights up. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Right, when it was beautiful weather last sure. few weeks. Yeah, um, so I did that and I said they're not going on until after Thanksgiving. She's oh. like, "What?" Like, uh, no, yeah. you know that she knows that, yep. but some of the neighbors are turning them on. I'm like, no, that's the part. That's when holidays start. She's like, no, we're so, not doing that. So what did we do last night? We put up, she got a new tree. So she's putting the tree up. We didn't, nothing's decorated. Nothing's on, but she did have the lights on this weekend. Cause we had the grandkids over. So I, I had to kind of bend to it, but I believe that too. Yeah. Why do, why do people turn them on before Christmas? Oh, right. They're, they're making it ruin it for all of us. Yeah. So when you guys, before Christmas or sorry, yeah. before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, yeah. What does Amy let you do? Well, we we host like you do. Yep. So we're going to have probably 20, 30 people over at our house. So the plan, Put them to work. The, well, no, the, oh. plan, <laughs> the plan is to have. Now, what will not go out there because I wound up inheriting a bunch of these blow-up. Come again? Or, oh, boy. Things, uh, those yeah. We're getting into a weird a area show, here. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. It's, it's a Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You, you relax Oof. there. Um but no, no, no lawn ornamentation is out there until at least snow's on the ground. But uh, but but it's weird if we don't have lights up or the tree in the corner. It's like, wait a minute, how we don't get to see your house for Christmas decorations? But this is Thanksgiving. It doesn't make sense. I do, now getting away for that. I do have a question for you guys because I'm I'm confused about something, and it goes back to the movie stuff. The Nightmare Before Christmas, I don't know where that fits in. <laughs> I've never seen it. Oh, it's Tim Burton one? Really? Nope, never seen it. It's brilliant. My kids grew up with it. They loved it. Really? We still our family loves it. I think I think it's great, but it's, I don't it's not a Christmas movie. It's not a Halloween movie. I don't know what it is. It's kind of both. Yeah. Huh. But it's it, a Tim Burton movie, but he didn't direct it. He was doing Batman when that started. I got all kinds of information about this oh, movie. But well. it's it's a it's is this it's, a long story? It's incredibly popular. Um, through video, uh, uh, the movie flopped in the theater. It became huge on video. Yeah. So that's like and a cult classic. It's a cult classic, and um, I think they're I think they're doing a Broadway musical for it. It's going to be it's it'll be a huge. If not now, they're going to do it. It's going to be a huge hit. Well, it makes, because it makes sense. It's a musical. Kids, so. my my kids, 
you know, my kids are now 19, 20 when they're, that's their, their generation, generation of yeah. like holiday kind of stuff. They love it. I have to quick tell you about a, a, a holiday disappointment Uh-oh. that I'd like to share with you. Hmm. So when you leave, and I'll be, asking, I'll be asking you guys to leave here shortly because this is getting very, no. When you guys leave, notice in the, uh, it would be the southeast corner of my lot. There is a huge pine tree, huge. And a couple of years ago, my wife and I were like, let's do the Clark Griswold deal and get that thing just stuffed full of lights you know, when we build our rink, <laughs> we called it we call it Schweitzefeller Center. Wow. So we thought, wouldn't it be cool to have a Schweitzefeller Center tree? <laughs> and then on Thanksgiving night... You turn it on like the bell, do, like the Yoakum's Bell. Like the Yoakum's Bell. The tradition. We would turn on the lights. <laughs> so we hired this company to come and, and put the lights on. And it was not going to be an inexpensive endeavor. But no. When you're driving down Matamidi Avenue, like you'd be able to see it from... You'd see it from from the space station. That was our our, our hope. You'll also notice that there's some power lines that are awfully oh, close, no. and OSHA would not allow the lighting company. We even uh, reached out to XL Energy to like shut down the power to this thing, and we because it was too close, because it was too, too close, dangerous, too dangerous. Wow! And they weren't allowed to do it. And I'm like, well, you know. And it's so high, it's not like I'm going to be able to do it, but they, no. so I'm still bitter. Yeah. And every time I look at that tree during the winter, thinking that, you know, this is something that you could what have it seen have from been. space. Yeah. People could have said, meet me, you know, meet me in Mamidai. It just follow the light. Follow the light. Follow the yeah. Schweitzfeller light. Schweitzfeller. You'll know it when you so. see it. Yeah. <laughs> just oh, so that's disappointing. Sad. Sorry about that, It is that, really John. sad. And I'm so mad. I don't think I'm building my rink this year. Because my there's no kids here, I can't skate. I have weak ankles. Um, what so, are you going to do with all your time, John? What am I going to do? Rink. You know, I'll probably be um, you know, journaling. No, I was going to say praying for cold weather <laughs> for Tony. That's there probably it is. The plan. Good callback. Thank you. Didn't you love the callback? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, this has been a delight. I hope this turns into a, a, a holiday, or as we like to say at Hill Murray, a Christmas tradition. Getting you guys together. I do want a, a, a quick shout out. Um, Mike and I have reconnected since our 35th class reunion. Mm-hmm. We were part of this committee that put together the class reunion, and we have developed this really awesome friendship with this group of people that they weren't people that we hung around with very much in high school. We knew all of them, but it's really this eclectic group of, of really neat characters. So Barb Bean, who's now Barb Beamer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barb Peterson, who's still Barb Peterson. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sean Hewitt, who we just love. We went to college with Sean. Yep. Lisa McCauley. Yep. And then Brian Thiel. And Brian Thiel was a guy I always knew him in high school. Didn't really know him since. Love the guy. Mm-hmm. And it's a whole group, and we get together every we, couple months or so. The so that was the planning committee. Yeah. And so we're we're trying to do about every six weeks or something like that. But then we also kind of learned with planning the reunion, there's a lot of people that have anxiety and to get together with a large group because we, we had a pretty good size reunion. Yeah, we had a great class. reunion. And uh but there's a lot of people who have anxiety about that many people. And so we also do occasional we, we call them open events about every other month where 
come come and meet us. The seven of us will host, or as many as the seven that can get there, we're going to host this, and then you guys can come. And it's going to—I think the most we've had is about twenty. Yeah, super That's cool. Fun. That's a great idea. That's a great. Idea. I talked to my brother Dan, who's from your class. Yeah, yeah and, he uh, doesn't come. What's I know. No, no, listen. This is topical because he just said, "Tell those guys." I every time they have one of those events, I haven't been able to come, but I he really wants to go. He's, he's dying to hang out with you guys. And that's why we, we, we've been sending out the notices, the invites. And again, if you make it, you make it. If, if you've never been to one, you can always, we, we just had somebody show up, uh, at, I don't know, uh, Kathy, uh, Schmidbauer. Oh, Schmidbauer. Yeah. And, and she had never been to one and she came and I never had a class with her. I don't even think I had a conversation with her at Hill Murray. And we sat and talked for over a half an hour. That's cool, like, right? Wow, you are so awesome. And again, meeting these this uh, this eclectic group, I think there's only maybe, well, you I obviously knew and Barb I knew, but most everybody else I didn't really know that well. I thought I knew everybody, but I don't. And you realize, man, there's some really special people. And if we just take the time to engage them in conversation, Ask questions. Don't tell our stories, but ask questions. Kind of like what you guys are doing here tonight. Ask questions and kind of probe into their life, and you're going to find out, wow, you have some really amazing things going on yeah, and, and, and amazing stories. And, and that's why I, I love the, the concept of what you're doing here. We had a group. Uh, I was with uh, the, the, some friends this weekend, and I was telling them about that, that group, and they said, oh, it sounds kind of like the Breakfast Club. <laughs> and I said, well, it kind of is like the Breakfast Club, except we don't have a smart one in the group. So that's, uh, <laughs> sorry, guys. You know it's true. Um, but would yeah. that make you Emilio Estevez? <laughs> well, M- Mike and I would probably be the closest to the Emilio Estevez. You'd be the jock, guys. Oh, yeah. Mike oh, was yeah. a jock, and I had a great view of the game from the sideline for most of the season. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I That's probably cool. had the better Emilio Estevez look in high school. Sure. Um, but, you know, Brian Thiel, you know, he was kind of a, he's got every rock uh, oh, he's, he's rock heavy, concert he's, t-shirt you've ever seen. So well, he's kind of the, the John metal. Bender, yeah. total heavy metal guy. Yeah. He probably <laughs> followed Marauder. Remember the band Marauder? I, I remember Marauder from your class. Yeah. I thought they were pretty damn cool. They were. Hell yes, they, they were. They still are probably. I don't know. They Well, of course they are. I think, Tony, we need to work on that. Yeah, I uh, think that's a great idea. I do too. I, I think you're. And just invite everybody. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. it's. it's yeah. And just see who shows. Well, yeah. And one, one of the things we're doing with our next one is, um, so for the open one, yep. and Jen, I don't know if you saw this, but. Um, I have it on my calendar. What on there, I also, we're putting on there, we're collecting uh, toys and presents for an uh, organization called Cops Cops and Kids. And uh, we're going to do a donation back to that program. And Because, again, we meet, and it's fun to socialize and gather, but we want to have some purpose yeah. for what we do. And also, how do we uh, – How can, I mean, how can we – mobilize people to do some good for other other people so with cops and kids i've been a part of that for about 15 years and we, we get toys and presents for kids that are at uh, st paul children's and gillette children's hospital we about a week or so before christmas we go over there and these are kids that are long long-term stay there i mean there's kids that i've seen for years and Give them presents, and Santa Claus is there to take pictures. So that's Thursday, December fourteenth. Is that the date? Yeah. And where where are we meeting, and what time? Green, Green Mill, six so, six o'clock. 
It's our it's our regular meeting place. So bring toys to that event. Yeah. Oh, you know what? That reminds me because eighty seven. You were asking about who would class eighty seven. Yeah. Who would you have? Tim O'Brien. Oh yeah. Oh Tim God. O'Brien. Tim O'Brien. Oh, yeah. Fine. They're He's in. Winning. Bobby Maeda. Bobby Maeda. You know you what? I shouldn't have said that. I think I said it. It only took me the whole time to think of one. So yeah, no. No. But, um, there were some really hot girls in the class of 87, but, but no, sorry. Well, I, I, <laughs> sorry. All those are purged from my memory as soon as I yeah. said I do. Oh, right. well. <laughs> I don't. If Amy's listening, I don't yeah. remember. Oh, yeah, of course. My wife never listens to this thing, so too bad for well, her. You guys lost one of your own you know, this past year, Brooke Brunsman. Oh yeah. my God! Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was a sad, sad. Yeah, deal. speaking and of it, and she, she was married, married to one of the idiot guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was bizarre. a lovely girl. That was a tough deal. This, this, this is actually for our class. This has been the roughest year because at their thirty fifth, yeah, our memorial board, we only had seven people, which for how large our class was, we thought. That and now we're up to. I don't even want to. Speculate, it's like 11 it, or 12 or something. I think we're past that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But again, we're we're at that age. More more goodbyes than hello. So yeah. so as soon as advantage. so as soon as we we we're going to start talking about. So how's your prostate? You know, those <laughs> yeah, are the kind right, of conversations. Right. No, guys. Yeah. podcast. No, <laughs> be some different traditions coming up. No, there might be some groaning getting out of the chair, but no. All I right. think it puts focus, yeah. It puts well, focus on this the whole has been lovely. Of the holidays. It's, it's been great. lovely getting together with you guys. This is one of our longer episodes, but uh, would love to have both you guys back at some time, learn a little bit more about uh, the work that you're doing at Hill Murray and learn yeah. a little bit more about the work that you're doing with uh, the youth in St. Paul. Just to be clear, Mike and I grew up on the east side. Mm-hmm. You guys grew up in like Lake Elmo and Matamida. Well, so that yeah. was very we, we dreamy. We were out in the wild. Yeah, <laughs> you guys were out. We had to hunt for food. That was- <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think the Payne Avenue uh, families would really agree with the agree Battle that, Creek agree people. That Battle Creek is the east Just, side. Mike, that's not the part they need to know. Cake eaters. Yeah. The mean streets that John yeah, grew up on. You know what? It's fun to say I'm from the east side and let them think that we're down there by Schweitz's bar. The, the mean streets of Warbler. Warbler Lane. Yeah. Steve, All right. See, really, I mean, we were east of east. We yeah. were. You, know? yeah. you guys were out yeah. in the country. That was good old country. Yeah. Oh, living. yeah. When yeah. we rode our horses into your town, I tell you what. That's right. Uh, Have you been to the St. Croix Saddlery yet? Uh, no, I haven't been in there yet. It's Unbelievable! I tried to do takeout there, and they, they reminded me that I, we had our gone. we had our kids meet us there, thinking that they were going to Roma, and they're like, "What the hell happened here?" Okay, enough about Matamidi. Uh Thank you very much, Thanks, guys. It's been a real treat, super guys. good to talk. Really to you guys. appreciate it. And uh, you know, now that now that we know it's a podcast, now we don't wait. Have to, you know, <laughs> you're on the map. You, you have what? to listen to this episode yeah. at least. Yeah. If this you haven't been a listener, we don't need you. We got plenty. No, I'm <laughs> Well, I, you know, what was nice is I, I actually went back and listened to all the podcasts. Oh. It only took me 10 minutes. I skipped to the deep parts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and off we go. All right. This Thank is you. the Kindness Chronicles signing off. Off we go. Thanks, guys. Thank you.